are here for a reason. This news just in. We are your news now. Right on radio. For continuous coverage, the latest information, separate fact from opinion. Get the truth. Get the news. You're listening to Right On Radio. That's right. It is the land of confusion, everybody. The news has been upside down backwards, and the misinformation is rampant. But I have a very special guest who's going to help disseminate the information with me today, and it is none other than my good friend, Christy. Christy, welcome to Ride On Radio. Thank you so much for having me, Jeff. I'm so happy to be here with you all and the best team of prayer warriors there are. Uh, We have an amazing audience. And just before we get going, we're going to do some news today. We're going to start off with a bunch of stuff. Christy is extremely knowledgeable, extremely talented. Uh, She has been a friend of mine for about a year now, Christy, I would say. Yeah, about a year. Yeah. And we've been through a lot in that year. Yeah, yes, we have. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, in our short time, you know, we've had hood vents explode. Um, you know, when when just in a mere conversation, isn't that just you know the devil is trying to get out and attack, and he's not winning, Jeff. And it, and it happened while I was on the phone. And do you mind telling how much damage that did? No. Um, so I was on the phone with Jeff. Do you mind tell, me telling a little bit of the Please brief? tell the story. So Jeff and I are on the phone and I, I don't even, I, I, it was just something we were talking about, the demonic forces. And um, I was seeking his advice for some, for my website or Patriot's perspective. And because I know he's come up against a lot of um, attacks and in seeking his advice, all of a sudden I was, you know, I have a tendency to just walk around when I, when I talk on the phone so that I'm not just sitting still like we are right now for videos. And all of a sudden I hear this massive explosion. It was like, (laughs) I literally turned around and I thought someone was at my door shooting a gun. That's the only thing I could think of is someone had walked into my Miami condo, shot a gun. And I, the first thing I think I did, I mean, it happened so quickly. I can't, you know, like, it, it's like. Well, you said, I, I, I got to go. I got to go. <laughs> because I'm thinking like something is like, you know, but, you know, at the same time, it's like, I shouldn't have said I had to go because what if it had been someone with a gun, right? So uh-huh. I'm looking around and I'm like, the windows aren't broken. I, I had this hood vent over my um, stovetop. It wasn't on. No one had cooked in two days. And all of a sudden the glass just like it shattered and went everywhere throughout my entire apartment. $33,000 later. So thank you, Jesus, for that money, because it's going <laughs> to the Patriots perspective. <laughs> the enemy's but not winning. You know what? When you hear the word 33 $33,000. It's almost like there's that's the signature on it. 
it was, it was Jeff, when I, I had no idea what the amount was going to be. I had no idea that it had done quite that much damage because, you know, I, I do have new cabinetry and, you know, they're Italian cabinetry, you know, that evidently the whole fronts need to be replaced. And I just couldn't believe, like, I couldn't believe it. And then when I, and I double like check the number when I got the insurance check and I'm like 33, <laughs> I was like, you demons, this is going to work right away. That's, that's the, literally, that's what, what my thought process was. Amen. And, and so let me just start out at the beginning. So uh, the reason uh, Christy and I touched base for the very first time about a year ago, I had put out a call for someone to help with some social share and things like that. And Christy happens to do things like this for a living. And by the way, uh, one of the reasons why you're going to want to listen to Christy today is propaganda is rampant. That's why I'm saying this, the land of confusion, because you're believing things you thought impossible even a couple months ago. But Christy has a very special gift. She's one of the ones who has created the propaganda. I have. I have <laughs> and, and at the beginning of 2020, I made a, a decision that I was not going to create any propaganda that would hurt anyone. As a matter of fact, I was going to fight against that propaganda and, you know, put out the truthful information. And I've always put out truthful information with my journalist friends um, because I do have, you know, journalist friends on almost every station. And um, it really started, the awakening process for me started in 2000, uh, early 2020. When I say early, like January 2020, I started to get information because I also manufacture goods in China. I have a team of technology experts that I work with um, in the Philippines. Um, as a matter of fact, I even have a school in the Philippines that I advise the leaders of the school, um, I, it was my idea for them to start the school because I started seeing, you know, years ago that kids would graduate from college, even there with, you know, twenty, thirty thousand $30,000 worth of debt. By the way, the people in the Philippines make $250 a month on average. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They cannot afford to pay back 20 or $30,000 worth of school debt. So I said, why don't you just take them in and train them, you know, little by little, and um, yeah, you don't have to pay them a lot to work because you're training them in the process, but at least they're not, they don't have debt when they graduate. So um, I'm, again, I'm not going to use any names because, you know, I, I don't want to, um, you know, I don't want people to go and, you know, start looking these people up. But um, so when I went to the Philippines, when the leader of the school got married and um, he was getting married, and I'm Ninyang, which means godmom, and the godmom has to be there to sign the marriage certificate. And I've always told them that if one of them gets married, that's when I would come to the Philippines, because otherwise it was all on video, voice chat, Zoom, and and I'm talking a long about flight. For, for six years. Yeah, absolutely, for six years. And every time I would go to Asia, they would say, please come. And I said, no, when one of you gets married, I'll come. Okay. So he says, you're making your trip to China. And we've planned the wedding before your China trip. And this is like, they're giving me like 20 days, you know, notice. That's it. Not even, like, I think that's like 19 days. And so I look at my husband and I said, we have to go. And he's like, but we can't. And I said, yeah, we do. You know, I've told them, 
um, that there's going to be, um, you know, that I would come over when there's a wedding because a wedding for them costs about the same amount as a wedding here in the States. And, you know, if they've saved up enough money to do the wedding, then we're going to go. So we get on a plane, we go through, um, we go through Dallas, we go through, uh, Tokyo, Philippines, multiple places in Philippines in a very short time. I think I took about seven flights and, before we left, I told my husband, actually, I can tell you, it was January the 19th, I wrote a blog post on my travel blog because I told everyone I wanted I, I wanted them to understand that I knew that there was a pandemic coming because I'd already started to hear about it from some of my Chinese sources that were able to say, you know, this is what we're seeing. This is what we're hearing. So-and-so is very and, sick. And so repeat the date of this when you started hearing uh, about it. That date was January the 19th. I wrote the blog post and I stayed up all night to write it because I didn't want people. I, I Literally, here's what I was thinking. At the time, we didn't really know that it was a pandemic, you know, completely no. So I thought I'm going to stay up all night to write this post. So if something does happen to me. People at least know she knew what she was going into, you know, like, you know, if I die, you know, every, all of, you know, what I believe this is. And, you know, so far they've not been able to isolate this thing. I'm not going to say to this day, they can't isolate it. Um, And, and Chinese scientists were coming forward saying they can't isolate it. Of course, all the, all the videos were in Mandarin. So I have good Chinese friends that were doing everything they could to get the videos out. And I was sending them to my journalist friends. And guess what they weren't doing, Jeff? For the first time in a very long time, they were not publishing what I was sending them. Like at all. And they were telling me, nope, they can't. My executive producer said, I can't publish. And I'm like, what? You guys aren't publishing the news anymore? Like this is... Like this is coming from a source. I can give you the source, but you can't publish this. It's it's insane. So I get to Tokyo. And so, you know, and I start to see these media corridors like stationed off. I'm going to try to post some of the videos and, and some of the videos and some of the content that I'm talking about on my Telegram, Patriots Perspective Telegram. So that way you guys can just reference it. And Jeff and I don't get stuck on a technological glitch. (laughs) (laughs) The enemy's already tried to get us earlier. We're not letting it happen. So just go to uh, one of our telegrams. Jeff can share it it on his telegram as well if he wants. Absolutely. Um, But Patriot's Perspective on uh, Telegram, but you also have your website, patriotperspectives.com, and it's worth visiting. Yep. And we're rebuilding the website. So if you notice a change in looks in the next day or two, you know, it is the same site, same content anyway. So yeah, cause that $33,000 check went to help redo <laughs> that to get the information out to you guys. Okay. So the cabal is not winning and I'm not afraid of broken glass. You know, thank God I wasn't standing near it. So I don't have a, you know, I don't need it for plastic surgery. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, I go through Tokyo and the very, one of the first things I notice is these media corridors and, you know, being in media, I pay attention. I'm like, who has like, there's all these, like is stationed off for press, but there's no press there, by the way, none, none, none. In none of these airports, there's no press. So 
I go, get to the Philippines and, you know, they're all a little like, everybody's like, oh, there's this virus, it's coming and we're going to be afraid of it. And do you need a mask? No, I'm not wearing a mask. And so when I didn't wear the mask, no one else wore the mask. Okay. Had I taken the mask, everyone there would have felt that they needed the mask. And at that time, there was a shortage of masks already because, again, they're closest to China. They're in Asia. They were already hearing about it. And here we are. You know, it's like it's so, you know, but I long of the short is I went all around Asia, went through Tokyo twice, went through JFK. Um, which, by the way, they had sh completely shut down almost JFK. I have footage where they completely shut down JFK, and I'm going through. You're like, don't you want to check my passport? I have a 20-year Chinese visa. Don't you want to make sure I didn't fly through, flew through the, the Kung flu? Yeah. So, I, I literally went up to the went up to because I was literally trying to like get even security at the airport and border control. I literally went up to border control with my passport. I'm like, don't you want to check my passport? I just flew through Asia. And they're like, no. But you, you so, so what does that tell you? That tells you that this rollout was so well orchestrated around the world. And yeah, they had some middle management glitches here yeah. and there. But essentially, they wanted things to come in at that point in time. They did. Absolutely, they did. It absolutely told me that they wanted it to come in. Um, they wanted to scare everyone. It was a big scare tactic. Um, so it, it would have been in a, in, the, in creating propaganda being a, you know, I could, I could be labeled a propagandist if I, you know, if, if you look and you wanted to, I'm going to give you an example. Okay. But you've repented of that. Yeah, I've repented. Of, no, but, it, but the thing is, I, everything that I created was true to an extent. And I'm going to give you an example, Jeff. Okay. So this would have been, this, this is actually one of the pieces of propaganda. I'm going to change some of the language slightly. So an interior designer comes to me, very famous, like one of the most famous out there comes to me. And I'm going to say, he said he would like to be, you know, he needs like more business in LA. And, and I say, well, what have you done? You know, oh, I've got this furniture line and I've got this, I've got this, but I really need, you know, really much more high end. You know, I need, I need these, you know, like you're not talking about million dollar clients. I need like the $20 million clients to sustain like this business, right? Because they'd had a taste. They got one, you know, really big client like this. And so they okay. wanted more. So I said, and then this person does hotels. They do all kinds of spaces that we all occupy. And so I go through and I said, okay, what is your revenue for the past 10 years? Okay. So they give me their total revenue for the past 10 years. I label them and I'm not going to say a number because then you'll be able to go online and find the press release. But I say, oh, they're a billion dollar designer. They were. They've done a billion dollars worth of business, but that is how propaganda speaks out. That does not mean that one project was a billion dollars. That does not mean they did a billion dollars in a year. That means they did a billion dollars worth of clients as a whole. Okay. Yeah. So what that means is if I, as a designer, if I 
do a hotel and I do one room that's repeated, let's say 7,500 times, which can easily happen. Okay. So I can do one room can be repeated X number of times. I can label myself as that magnitude, but does that mean that I've really done that much work? No, it does not. So what we all have to do in this world of upside down world, we have to ask specific questions. What does it mean that you are a billion dollar designer? How did you come to that number? You know, some of the basic questions that people don't want to ask and they automatically assume. We, well, you know what? The information goes so fast right now. And that is part that is partly by design as well. And you got to remember that the people creating the propaganda create both sides. They create the black they hat oper, uh, propaganda. They create the white hat propaganda. They yeah. But I, well, I have a question for you. And, and I guess I'm going to base it on an observation that I have. Uh, in retrospect now, because we talk about the uh, the pandemic, and it's easy to say that there was a lot of propaganda during the last two years around that. But one of the things that has shifted in my mind, Christy, is I don't think it was propaganda as much as it was programming. Programming, yeah. Uh, and w- because it was fear-based. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Because if people only understood, I mean, I'm going to, uh, speaking of that, um, the very first time I landed at the Guangzhou airport, when Guangzhou is in China, um, I, I had gone through uh, Beijing and um, Hong Kong. Um, my phone still worked fine in those areas, but I landed in Guangzhou, which is, you know, more, you know, right in the heart of everything. And I literally like went to like message someone and my phone was completely shut off. Okay. So what would that have meant? I mean, I am labeled by Cox communications as a technology expert, Jeff. I mean, I do not consider myself a technology expert, by the way. Um, I am very good at um, marketing, but um, you know, I'm, I'm labeled a tech exec. So, okay. So keep in mind if I had not been decent, you know, good in technology and known what to do, I could have been trapped there with absolutely no way to communicate. Okay. Cause let's think about this. How many of you, and let's, let's have people put this in the chat, Jeff, how many of you know that you need, um, a, uh, uh my, my mind's actually, going blank. I mean, how many know that you need a, uh, what is it? What is it? Well, your phone went dead. My phone, my phone went dead, but I needed a, um, a virtual, um, a voice VPN. Sorry. I I lost the VPN. Okay. I needed a VPN. Virtual private network. Yes. I needed that in order to actually start communicating again. But even at the time, I remember kind of like going, what's well, that speaks to the level of censorship that's there. Right. Yes. Yeah. Cause it's there and, and they didn't want, you know, with our communication, no text, no phone, no, nothing works inside communist China. It's the only place in the world I've ever been that it, it doesn't work. I mean, I can go to the Philippines, I can go to Tokyo, I can go everywhere else and it works. And 
And by the way, your big tech giants did that for the communist party. Yes, just so you know. Yep, exactly. uh, and, and that was the practice run. And they're so proud of their technology. They want to roll it out here. They do. Absolutely. They do. And that, that is the reason I made a decision, Jeff, that when, when I realized that the news was not delivering correct information being delivered by citizens who were trying, having to go through their VPNs to even get a video out. You know, there's been multiple, the, 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 the Wuhan scientists have come forward. I mean, but people don't know that they've come forward saying exactly. And, and that they were killed. And they were killed. Absolutely. And so for us to sit silent and while we can, I mean, we all know if we read the book of Revelation, if they go through your Revelation series, which I recommend that everyone does, that, you know, it's going to be, this is going to be short lived. We may not be able to speak like this forever. Um, it's whatever we're on God's time and that's, it is what it is, but we all have to make decisions and we have to believe what we, we first of all have to investigate, but we have to believe what God tells us to believe, not what the media tells us to believe. Because like you said, it is absolute programming. Um, pretty much, um, I've kind of done a little spot check survey. I, I li uh, live in Miami. And if I, you know, every once in a while, I'll see someone walking in a park by themselves with a mask on. And I will like make a point to say hello to them. Good morning. Good afternoon. And sometimes I'll, you know, I will just ask, so how's your day going? And they'll try to like speak through their muffled mask. But I know I can tell sometimes by their response that they're listening to um, the three letter, the communist news network. Um, yeah. And um, they're, they're just buying into every single thing. And um, as I told my father, I don't want to see anyone with a muzzle or a face diaper on as my mother calls it. Um, here in Florida, we took a stand very early on with the face diapers Um uh, I will also try to post some of the videos of what we did a year and a half ago, you know, like in stores and people like literally trying to approach us. And, you know, so people think it didn't happen here. It absolutely did happen here. We just took a stand on it. Many of us took a stand on it because there are a lot of Cubans that know and saw this evidently in Cuba. Jeff, did you know that in Cuba they actually did this before Fidel took over? I did not know that. I didn't know it either. I've not seen any photographs of it, but I have had two of my Cuban friends that's parents have said they literally tried to face diaper them before Fidel took over because they try to get people where they are, where their level of thinking is none. Then you don't want to communicate. And then you don't know how to communicate, especially with kids. Like they don't know how to communicate now. And you know what? That's why we, you know, we adapt, adopted the phrase uh, sheeple and we are shepherds of the sheeple because if you're watching this show, most likely you are awake and yeah. we have to be shepherds you're and shepherds shepherd, means yeah. we, we walk in love with, with these people. But, but I want to get back to the programming and the propaganda, but uh, because we're talking about this misinformation, I just right before you came on, you know, just like live right in the real world. Like that was just dropped into my brain uh, by God. You know, I, I say by God and I trust yeah. it is by God. But 
I had a little thing dropped in my uh, mind right before you came on, Christy. I'm going to run this by you as somewhat of a branding expert. Okay. Um, it, maybe a slight format change coming for Right On Radio. We are now your misinformation management station. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love and it. that doesn't mean we're putting out misinformation, although we do mess up from time to time. But we're going to manage the misinformation I, that is being put out. I love it, Jeff. I absolutely love it. And it, and it <laughs> I mean, you know, for, for you to have stuck your neck on the line, you know, sometimes when I hear people, you know, saying that you, your, you know, your hosting style is rude, or if they only understood how many hats you were having to wear, your director, your producer, your executive producer, you're the talent. And technically, you would probably have about five show writers and about 10 investigative units helping you. And, and by the way, all the words would come across the screen and you would just read them. (laughs) But instead, we're on Zoom. Well, you know what, whenever, whenever people, you know, say that, you know, I talk too much or I interrupt, you know, I've, I've constantly said on, I I don't like dead air, dead air. And most of our audience is on Podbean, which is audio only. So they don't see the eyes rolling and you're thinking of a thought. So we want to ensure that there's not dead air, but I, you know, I don't even respond to those people because when you put your perfect show on air, please show me and I'll take notes how to to be a host. Like I didn't, I didn't go to uh podcasting school, you know, um, I found out, I found out about kids being trafficked and I said, I'm not going to stand before my Lord one day and say, I knew and did nothing. Yeah. That's me too, Jeff. And, 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 you know, growing up, you know, I was, I was saved in vacation Bible school at eight. Um, and really I've never, uh, you know, I don't ever remember being without the Lord and I talk to him like he's a person, right? Like he's just there. He's a friend. I make deals with Here's him. Here's your thoughts. You may <laughs> as well. <laughs> like, like I make deals with him. Like when I'm, you know, laying on the birthing table and, and 36 hours into labor, I'm like, God, please, please get this baby out. I don't want a C-section. I will make a deal with you. If you will just get the baby out without a C-section, I will ensure she's in church every Sunday. Well, <laughs> 20 minutes later, there's the baby. (laughs) (laughs) And I think we all make those deals. 36 hours of labor. Yeah, I'd be cutting a deal pretty quick. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God I'm not a woman. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Lord. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So So I wanted to get back to it because, so if the pandemic was more programming, I want to go to Ukraine, Russia, this whole mess right now. And we're going to talk about the bio labs and different things. I think you're going to be surprised at something we say uh, later on. But now we're seeing real propaganda coming out. And what what are you seeing as far as the propaganda goes on this uh, whole situation over there? Well, the first one of the first things I noticed is um, there's a 2000, I believe it's 2016 video of John McCain, Lindsey Graham actually going over. And that's when the propaganda actually started them telling, you know, basically where they're probing, they're setting up the Ukraine with all of their ammunition, everything that they need for a war. 
and actually saying, you know, that they're going to win the war against Russia. It's always about Russia, 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 Russia. I mean, you know, Trump's told us, you know, everything um, is always about Russia. You know, if you think about even the UK, um, it's always about a Russian, um, you know, a Russian agent or KBG yeah. or, you know, it's always something to do with Russia. So that alone now somewhat tells me that Russia is probably I'm not saying they're on the on the good side, but on the better side, let's just say, because, uh, you know, they, you know, and well, then, they're telling more truth than the United States government right now. I think so. And I'll and, and I'll tell you, the biggest thing is I actually have friends that are from Russia that go back and forth between Miami and Russia and they love Russia. They're actually buying a place in Russia. She, you know, moved from Russia and she, they're buying a place back in Russia, in Moscow. So it can't be that bad. Okay. So I think Amer as Americans and Canadians and, you know, if, if we haven't been there, I've never been to Russia myself. However, um, you know, I do, they, they did take some of the furniture and, and set it in the square. I think it's, what is it called? Red square? Red square. We had a big, um, yeah, we had a big like lawsuit with them, you know, not with Russia directly, but with the company trying to, you know, get them to understand that we knew that that was our chair that they had put like in Red Square in Russia. But long of the short is I, I do believe that a lot of people are very misinformed. Um, they are training children to be Nazi style soldiers from a very young age. We have in the Ukraine, in the Ukraine, in the, in the Ukraine. Ukraine. Yes. Thank you for clarifying, Jeff. In the Ukraine, they're training them to be Nazi-style soldiers, and we have photo photographs and evidence. So if that were not true, then we would not be able to produce as much stuff as, as there is really there. You know, these are lots of photographs with lots of citizens coming forward. Um, saying that their children are in it. Um, this is also the same way that ISIS started. And and you have the same exact people, no name McCain, um, that are- And Lindsey Graham the snake. Yes, very much so. Yeah. So when you've got the same people and then you've got the media propagandists, and the other thing I think it's really important that I haven't brought forth is the media is technically owned by six families. I think it may be down to four at this very point in time, because it's constantly changing. Um, and, um, you know, for well, those you know what, let's go beyond that because that's an important point and most people know it. But one thing that, uh, that people don't realize is how do you even control and get those six or seven, I think it is now, uh, that share the ownership. It's because there's really Reuters and the AP. Yep. So right. there's this little think tank that and says, this is the messaging for the day. Yep. And, and they go through Getty's images, who Jesse's brought forward, or Cisco has brought forward. So this is all the same players. It's all the same people. And I know this audience knows, but if I could encourage everyone on here listening just to share the graphic, and Jeff, we need to put the graphic up of the media conglomerates and who owns what, so people can really share that, because that could be a way to wake up your friends who believe that they're, they're still believing and buying into the propaganda. And, um, you know, with people like us, Jeff, you and Jesse, you don't, you're not repeating things a thousand times. I mean, you know, and so that also brings me forward to, you know, there are some 
some truthers who keep repeating the same thing over and over. And I'm glad that they're repeating their message over and over. But we also, I believe, have to be a little careful of that. Well, it's funny you say that because uh, I've actually, when you and I talked about that before, uh, Jesse and I have made a conscious decision to do more repetition. Because yes. for the longest time, every show was completely standalone and it's new, 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 and people forget some of the foundational things. So in some ways, we are becoming the mockingbird media and repeating to. a message, but to. it's really just to make sure the foundational and the most important things are out there so you have an understanding of the things that are coming down the pipe. Yes. And just to be clear with everybody, I advise Jeff and Jesse yeah. because they're going through so much information to repeat it. Cause even I was having a hard time of grasping every single thing they were saying. And, and it's like, and sometimes it's so fast because when you know something, and this is what I want to say, when you know something, you can go really fast at it. Okay. But when you don't, really know and you're not really in the know sometimes you tend to repeat the same things over and over and i know we all know there's some people out there doing that very thing and i'm not saying that they're right or wrong they're waking people up and and no matter which side you're on thank god they're waking people up That's however right. we don't need to we don't need to get to a point where that's all we're listening to or that's all we're believing in you know i believe we should be spending time in our Bibles and, and, and talking to God and asking him, is this real? Come on, show me. Is it real? Like, is this, is this what I should be listening to? You know, and he'll make time. I believe he'll make time if, if that is what you're supposed to be listening to. Most of the truth bombs that we have dropped, quite honestly, have got missed by our audience Yep. because it was said as a passing comment. And then we went on to something else. And some of that was done on purpose, by the way, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, that we don't expand on things, but we want to start. It's almost, listen, you have to learn people who design the media and people who have been, they've studied this, they've, they've studied the psychology, they know about programming people, literally, yeah. but you know, the, some of the things they do work. And so some of the time, Christy, we pass off things as just a passing comment in between subjects, because that is getting someone ready for when we bring that out forward. And some of that has been intentional and it's not like we're trying to deceive anyone, but no. it's just, it's either, first of all, we don't have our heads completely around it. <laughs> That's part right, of it right. sometimes. Yep. And sometimes it's just because uh, I've made a mistake. Even uh, I've dropped so many truth bombs because you got to remember when I talk to Jesse and Cisco and a bunch of other people who tell me some of their deepest, darkest secrets, and some of it can go on air, some of it can't go on the air, and my head's about to explode, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm growing my hair long to hold shows. my brains in. <laughs> that's, the that's the reason you need to do more shows, Jeff. You have to get the information out. Yeah. It, and, we're, and we're on a countdown, right? I mean, according to the book of Revelation, what is our countdown day at this very point in time? Well, I'll stand by a comment because I, and, and listen, I might change my mind in six months. Yeah. I'm just telling you what I feel because no one knows the date, but I really stand by the comment that I said about a month ago that 2022 
is the year that will determine whether the tribulation starts or not. It's going to happen eventually, yeah. but does it start at the end of 2022, beginning of 2023, or does it start in 2025, 2026? This year is going to determine that. And one of the important things to to note, and and I'm going to put this out there, and, and, and some people are going to get upset by this, Christy, but there's a lot of truthers uh, who are very good researchers coming out and uh now that they've heard you know us expose the light side of the system mm-hmm. now they've figured out that trump was installed by the light side of the system mm-hmm. and there's a youtuber and a great video and by the way i want to invite this guy as a guest because i've learned a lot from his stuff i just watched one of his things called the uh the red and blue bloods because after cisco brought it out one of our yeah. diggers posted it and it was brilliant. I don't agree with everything he puts in there, but he put a lot of stuff that made me think. And he, you know, uh, and I've seen this before. They take some clips out of Back to the Future and 88 and 88 Gematria turns out to be Trump and all these things. Trump was placed there by the light side of system. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's just, maybe let's entertain that premise for a moment. Okay. Because... If that's so, that's the enemy's plans. The enemies planned this out. They even bred him to play this role all the way through. He was schooled to do it. He knew to build the wall. He knew all these things. He knew everything. Let's just say that that was all part of the plan. Who's to say that they, the enemy didn't execute this plan perfectly and he gets into office and then you know what happens, Christy? What? God says, Donald. Now I want you to serve me. And him being a free will creature, but maybe hearing the voice of love, the voice of the God almighty, the one they hid from him all his life says, you know what, God, I'm going to serve Jesus Christ. So it doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter what Intel the world is upside down right now. And we have to stop trusting our internet research Yep. And start leaning on the word of God more. Or any one person. That's you know, a, yeah. one person. Oh, yeah. Listen, some people put Jesse on a pedestal. And man, I love her. She's my sister in Christ. But don't think that she's God because she's no. not. She doesn't want, I don't think Jesse wants no. to think that she's God. You know, I mean, I, I don't, you know, a matter of fact, she, I, think, I think she's. She has some people. fanatical listeners though. Yeah. But, fanatics. And, and to those people, man, God bless you. And thank you for supporting us. Yeah. But the word of, God, word of God is more important than finding out about bloodletting and survivors and adrenochrome and all this stuff. But people want to hear that even by nature. And it's weird. And, and I've caught myself doing this. Okay. Yeah. I'm, so I'm yeah. not accusing anyone of anything that I'm not convicted of myself where I've been in the Intel so much more, you know, I, okay. I do 12 hours of Intel and then, uh, but I did my 15 minute devotion with my Bible. Okay. Exactly. And Jeff, I'm, I'm guilty of that daily. I mean, to be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of it. So, you know, I don't want anybody to feel like, you know, we're, we're saying one thing and doing another and we're, we're trying, <laughs> you know, and, and at the same time, I know people who get up at four 30 in the morning and, and spend two and a half hours in their Bibles and in the book, you know, in the, in the book and in the word, and they know it inside and out. But 
I don't think they believe the book of Revelation and they don't have the faith. You know, I think having faith is also another thing because, you know, you know, I've had people all over the world say, oh, there's something different about you. Well, for one, it's faith. Yeah. You know, like no matter what. The Holy Spirit inside of you. Yeah, it is the Holy Spirit inside of me. And, and I can tell you, no matter what, you know, no matter what comes with the enemy, I am not going to take a jab. I'm not going to take a mark. I will rely and I will have faith that either God will provide or he will take me home. That's it. Those are two options. And and I don't think most people have that because they turn around and say, well, what if one of us has got to be able to go to the store? No, you don't. You have to be able listen, if if Jesus can turn water into wine, he can certainly feed you. If he yeah. can multiply bread and he can multiply fish, he's going to do the same thing before. And yeah, you know what? I'm going to rely on him to do that. So and, but and I, I I'm still stocking my cupboards. <laughs> I'm just well, saying. Not, we're not being dumb about it. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. listen, listen, I've got plenty and of will supply and, and we will run out. Yeah. And, and it's really important that we have that. It's funny. Uh, didn't expect this to come up to, uh, this part of the conversation, but we don't script things, obviously. But my wife and I were talking about this this morning, about the time when we won't be able to buy and sell. And uh, we were talking and she says, you know what? And we'll be able to go into that time with joy. Yeah. And then I hear my own voice and I think, okay, God hears it too. And I said, yeah, I'll have joy, but I get really grumpy when I'm hungry. <laughs> <You know? laughs> get used to fasting, Jeff. So it won't be so hard for you, right? <laughs> it's probably a good idea to start doing more fasts. And I, I do fast fairly regularly, actually. I intermittent fast, like just by nature, you know, but yes, I do start to get grumpy around four, you know, I start to get hungry. <laughs> yeah. So what, Jeff, what have you done? What, what have you done to stock up? Do you mind me asking? Um, so I, I've, well, basically we, we stock, a, we've got a, a full size uh, freezer, you know, uh, stand up one, like the size of a fridge, that we keep full. We've got a pantry that's full with canned goods and rice and things like that. Um, I haven't bought into the uh, like Patriot supply stuff yet. Um, right. I think I might, uh, but we all, you know, we just, we, we keep a full stock and we keep a stock that would probably keep us going for a couple months and also let us be able to help out some neighbors. Yeah, that's that that that's basically we 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 don't you know we have condos so we don't have room for the freezer but we have protein shakes rice you know mostly extra protein shakes so yeah. you know it's like a full meal in a glass so and, and and we would be able to share with a neighbor but but I wouldn't you know oh, and having a generator is really important I don't want to pass that up yeah. get a generator. Yeah, and uh, and have extra gas even at the price it is now. Um, always have gas on hand. Yeah, and and uh, I was gonna say and, and gas in the car. You know, like just yeah. in case you needed to go somewhere. It, because when the power goes out, guess what? You won't be able to put gas in your car no. at the pump. No. So yeah, I I constantly keep my. Uh, basically when I get down between three quarters and half a tank, I fill up and I've got a pickup. So it's got a pretty large tank on it. It's like over 200 bucks to fill now all of a sudden. Oh my goodness. I, as, as I said a couple of weeks, about a month ago, I, I don't usually brag about buying luxury items, but I filled up my tank. You know, <laughs> 
who knew that filling up your gas tank was going to be a luxury item, Jeff? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, hey, let's go back that, to Ukraine because there's a couple say, of, a couple please, of points please. I want to make out. So what's interesting is the mainstream media news, the propaganda news, and all of them are are done. Like, you know, I, I do watch Tucker Carlson. I'll admit that. Um, and I know he's controlled. But he's also, I think, going through a bit of a personal struggle and putting out some realities from time to time. And, you know, last night, the whole bio lab made the mainstream oh, really? news. And he, called, he showed all the U.S. government lying and says, look, we hate doing this, but... Here's the Russian general, and here's the uh, the dude from China, and they're saying this, and we only turn to them because we know our government is lying. But they've admitted now the bio labs, and so now, Christy, I want to take a step back, and and all of us truthers are patting ourselves on the back. Ha <laughs> We knew it two weeks before the news did. <laughs> I think that was on purpose, ladies and gentlemen. So. Yeah. And there's a reason it's making the news now. What why do you think it's making the news now, Jeff? Because then we're going to find out about more and more biolabs and we're going to find out about uh what's going to happen in Taiwan next because guess what? There's biolabs there too. Yes, and, and they're conditioning us not only for World War III, which we're not going to have nukes right now. It's not going to happen, okay? Uh, there might be a small nuke or something, or a little nuke scare. Uh, I shouldn't say a little because that's <laughs> tragic, whatever it is, but you know what I mean. Uh, there might be an event. Um, but right now, by the way, all the shelling you're seeing and stuff like that, the reports from the Ukrainians are, no, it's our Nazi army attacking us and blowing up these things. It isn't. Yeah, so they're, they're completely lying to you about every bit of it. And even the reporters that are reporting their live from the rooftop, there's yeah. never anything going on behind them. No. Like, you know. <laughs> I'm surprised, but, but there are people I'm surprised being Anderson killed. hasn't gone over to like, you know, get in a puddle or something. I know. <laughs> That's so good <laughs> when he got caught doing that, standing in the puddle. Oh, they do but, it here in Miami all the time, Jeff. They, every time they say that there's a hurricane, they literally go to the Brickle Publix and they stand in a puddle that's always there every time it rains. Yes. <laughs> that's what they do, ladies. It's all a movie set. Uh, but listen, there are people being killed. Uh, there is a war going on. We're not is, minimizing yeah. that at all. And we're not saying that Putin is a great guy. Um but what's really interesting, and here's where I think it's going, and this is just uh, pondering, you might say, Christy. But I know, well, so I'm saying pondering, but I say I know. That's a contradiction. I, from what, when, when the enemy puts out their plans, I take them for granted. So I say I know, but it doesn't mean that it's true. Okay, so I want to make yeah. that clear. But they have another bioweapon ready to go for us. Oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And they want to make someone else the boogeyman again. Last time was China was the boogeyman. Now it looks like they're trying to frame Putin for it. But Putin did a pretty smart play. And China did a pretty smart play on this right now. So... 
And by the way, you know, according to the Q board, you know, Xi, uh, Putin and Trump are working together. And actually, I believe that to be true, that they are working together in some capacity. I don't think it's all for the good of humankind, but I do think that they are fighting for their own position going forward. But here's the thing that's shocking to me. Communist China. Okay, and maybe Xi's trying to take down the CCP. Okay, maybe. I've heard uh, that. Putin is, uh, he's fighting for the children, taking the children out of the tunnel. He's, he's getting the bio labs. He's doing some good work. Did you expect a year or two ago that you would be rooting for Xi and Putin? No. And matter of fact, even I, Jeff, on a, you know, I, I, I've heard it, you know, I've heard it and we've heard it for two years now, right? But it's still one of those things that I think we're so brainwashed by certain phrases that even I have a hard time believing that. It's not that I don't, but I have a hard time believing it. So I'm very cautious in believing that these guys are real and that they are fake. I mean, that they're real or they're, you know, or are they fake? Are they stand-ins? Are they playing a part? Um I don't know if you listen to Benjamin Fulford. Um, he is a journalist that is on the ground in Japan and um, he's very knowledgeable has been in, in the news and uh, not in the news. Sorry. He was, he was part of multiple media yeah. sources and you know, he, they don't, you know, none of our news outlets like wanted him on, but he has a great site, by the way, it's yeah, worth investigating. Yeah, it's BenjaminFulford.net. So that's where this information is coming from. He um, he says there's like a whole white dragon society um, that is trying to work to save humanity because all of these people, you know, all their their our entire group that wanted to completely, you know, the Rockefeller um, and and supposedly David Rockefeller Jr. is the major one that they're on the move looking for, according to his um, investigative um, interviews. I encourage everybody to go on and listen to them for himself for themselves. But um, they're basically wanting to do the Georgia guide some things, depopulate the the entire Earth. And um, for those of you who listen to and we know, LT did a great interview with Sheila Holm, who is in. Georgia, and she's done all the investigative. And I'll tell you this, I have gone to the Georgia Guidestones. I had my dad the last time, not the last time, but about a year ago now that I was in Georgia. And I'm originally from Georgia, never knew that they were there, have met Ted Turner, have met some of the biggest players in Atlanta. You know, I, a friend of mine was the interior designer for Author Blank. So I know a lot about Georgia and I know a lot about Georgia politics. Um, my daughter actually went to school with um, the governor, Lieutenant governor's son. So very familiar. And by the way, that was public school for those of you wondering, um, not a private school, but um, yeah, they, it's, it's very strange how this whole communist thing has played out and Sheila has linked it to Georgia. She says that the Ukraine is the Georgia of Russia. So that is very interesting. Um, so I've been listening to her 
and, and just just I want to interrupt there real quick. Mm-hmm. We always talk about think mirror cities. So please continue. Yeah. Okay. That's right. That because Jesse, yes, Jeff, Jesse always mentioned the mirrored cities, how they mirror. Well, Sheila has identified that they have mirrored evidently Ukraine and Georgia, the state of Georgia, where I grew up, where people are very sleepy in terms of, you know, they just want to go on with their lives. They're very good people. I think of Georgia a little bit like, like I think of Canadians, right? I have a, you know, Georgia, my Canadian friends, you could get everybody in a room and you wouldn't even know who's who other than the dialect is going to be completely different. So if that is the case, that could easily be the mirrored city. And people in Georgia have absolutely no clue because they have no clue of what the Georgia Guidestones were. So in order to see things for myself, because I do like to see things for myself or a very reliable source, instead of believing any of the the documentaries. I watched documentaries where supposedly there, you know, the History Channel released the documentary where, you know, the theory was the Georgia Guidestones is the entryway under tunnel system to the Denver airport. So why do they need to debunk that, right? Like nobody in Georgia knows anything about tunnels. You know, they don't even know that the Guidestones exist in Elberton. And it's in like a regular neighborhood. Yeah. This is, listen, this is, this is in a cow pasture, Jeff. It's right off of, okay. So, so right off of the main, like one of the main highways, it's a four lane highway going to Elberton, Georgia. I went there multiple times when I was a kid because my high school boyfriend's dad was the bonding person for Elberton, the county of Elberton. So we had to, like, we would drive cars through there, you know, when people would get arrested or, you know, they would, he would go bond them. He was the bonding agent. So sometimes for bonding, you pick up a car. So we would be driving a Jaguar one day and a Camaro the next. And, you know, so it was fun. So I probably drove past this, like who knows how many times. Okay. So I tell my dad, we're going to go there. He goes, we have to go all the way to Elberton just to see this. And I'm like, yes, because here's what I want to see. It's not the guide stones themselves. I want to see how many cameras are protecting these stones. Because why are there so many cameras? There are more cameras per foot protecting the Georgia Guidestones than there are our southern border. Go figure. Whoa. That's a statistic. I think, like, even my dad, if I don't think if he had seen it with his own eyes, he would not believe it. That's something I've never heard before. I never thought of that. Yeah, no wonder it hasn't been blown up yet. No, that's the reason it hasn't been blown up. And Jeff, did you know there are, and I have not gone online to do this research. Sheila brought it out in the And We Know interview that she did with LT that there are people that have flown drones over the Georgia Guidestones and evidently they have murdered people on top of the platform of the Georgia Guidestones. I didn't know that. Oh, I, I'm sure they do sacrifices there. Yeah, but I mean, it's, they have. people in Georgia should be absolutely irate. If I lived in Elberton County, Georgia, I believe you are all paying taxes on the Georgia Guidestones. You should be like standing, like I would not stop until they were completely collapsed and gone. You're, But you basically have a, a satanic ritual 
the largest, probably the largest satanic ritual site in your backyard. That's the way you should look at it. And I don't mean satanic rituals for animals because people, you know, where I grew up, they think of satanic rituals um, as murdering animals. There's a lot more than animals being murdered there. Well, and just think about it too, in principle, like when you think of the, uh, the 10 commandments being written in stone, this is written in stone folks. And guess what? You're not included in their plans. Uh, you, you don't make the, uh, top 500 million people out of the 8 billion in this world. Yeah. You know, you don't, Um, and they're advertising it and it's so protected. You're right. Um, Man, it'd be nice if uh, the power went out there. Huh. Yeah, wouldn't it? Yeah, but I, I can guarantee you it's that there's lights on them. Uh, I'll Jeff, I'll also post those videos of me at the Georgia Guidestone so people can see how many cameras there are. I think I did a camera count. Really, I, I like it was kind of very strange. We all that would be awesome because I I've never leave. heard that reported before. Yeah, we just wanted to leave on it. When you're there, you really you know that there's something like uber strange. You know, you know, you can you can feel the sense of of just a heavy darkness that you just want these things like I just wanted them gone. And I was actually embarrassed to know that I'm from Georgia and they had been there for so long and so many people didn't really know about it. Um, and, and, you know, my dad's just a regular guy, you know, and he's like, I, I don't even think he could really believe the amount of cameras that were on them and the amount of effort that had gone into it and then the lies you know to cover it all up so sheila and her reporting on on that report tells exactly you know who oh the guy supposedly that um that gave up the money for the georgia guys so his name is supposedly rc christian there's nothing christian about this guy okay so you know they make no, up and you always have to go past that because yeah. the money came from somewhere else they they cover their tracks really well yeah, absolutely. Probably a Rockefeller, you know, if yeah, I was to take yeah, a guess. Yeah, she actually, um, evidently, they've, they've, they, they, in her investigation, um, she brings forward who actually paid for them because there, there's so many lies involved with them. They're all uh, uh, masonic. Um, evidently, the, 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 you know, the masonic, um, uh, the masonic lodge is literally like a stone's throw away from them. I mean. This is like some sick stuff like going on and listen, I'd love to get her on the show. Yeah. I would love, I would love for you to get her on the show because you and Jesse, especially would know a lot more than even I do. I could prompt, I would love to prompt her with questions for all of you to like station about, because I've listened to a lot of her videos and and, and I'm actually going through her book series right now. Um, But, and she's one of the few people that, that she actually does respond. Um, you know, like when I say, you know, there's a lot of other talent, you know, you respond to me and she responds to me. There's not a lot of other um, real people that are really interested in in sharing some truth and um, hearing, you know, some of the things that I have to say, in other words, you know, and maybe it's, you know, they don't have time. Maybe they don't believe it. Maybe I'm not on the right list. I don't know. No. Well, what one thing that's certainly been uh, the veil has been lifted off of is many of the truther community out there have never been truthers the whole time. Right. And how do you know that they start talking about the Jesus strand stuff, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's uh, and they were the biggest names. I wonder how they got there. Huh? Yeah. By the way, 
is there someone coordinating all of these truther channels? Do some of them have managers? You know, I've actually heard um, a lot of them mention their managers. You know, I've heard of them mentioning managers and, you know, how their manager tells them this and how their manager tells them that. Um, You know, I have directed people and consulted with people and tried to get, you know, like you were like I was even telling Jeff, you know, please try to repeat some of the important things because we don't catch them because we're so programmed by the media that, you know, I I don't know if the manager is just telling them things like that or if the manager is a a handler manager, you know, so it kind of makes. Well, I think there's handlers. And, uh, and people who just know how to do backend YouTube and stuff, stuff that I don't even know how to do, but, and there's some of those people, but I think that there's someone coordinating. I I think so too, because you know what you don't, here's the deal in, in public relations, you don't say I'm your manager. You say I'm your consultant, you know, I'm your consultant. That doesn't mean you're going to take every move I make. Now a manager manages everything for you. Okay, so there's a difference. Think about, a, you know, we have to use the terms, you know, Jeff, you and Jesse have, you know, in Cisco and all of you have taught us, you know, about every word matters, right? Like every, a good dog, he's really good at, at yeah. talking about, you know, the words and what the breakdown of words and Sheila too, Sheila's like taught a lot about the breakdown of words and um, manage means that, you know, they are going to pretty much take control over what you're doing. I don't really want anybody to take control over me, Jeff. I don't know about you. Well, that's why I've never been able to, uh, you know, listen, one of the first things I do in business is I find the best person and I get them to do it for me. Yeah. Uh, I can't do that in this. uh, And I hardly call this a business because it's really not. um, I should say, Jeff, I I said it should be a nonprofit. (laughs) <laughs> I, I yeah thinking, well thinking about listen, the patriot's perspective of, as a nonprofit, so, so that it's a, it's a lose money it? it's a lose money situation i'll say that yeah, it's a foundation um, you know what I, in fact i'll be bold because it's tax time here in uh in canada and i'll tell you honestly that i have made less than thirty thousand dollars from this podcast yeah well that's you know i think people need to hear that jeff and you know and And, you know, speaking of $30,000, when I said earlier, you know, about the insurance money, it takes so much. You're probably spending more than $30,000. I bet you'll have a loss. I lose with my expenses about $2,000 a month. Yeah. So for the last year and a half. And and if people want to say, you know, there, there are people, you know, I've heard people attack and say, well, you just want to be famous. No, if I want to be famous, I want to be famous for something pretty and and bold and beautiful, not something not permanent possible. career sabotage. No. <laughs> Literally, it can mean, you know, fortunately I have several clients that are very much, you know, like, you know, will will do anything to push because they like push me to do this because they know that there's so few people that will. Yeah, and then yeah. there's others that literally like you have to just part ways with, or you can't even like walk back through the door. Speaking of that, Jeff, I think we should like give them, give your audience like a couple more ideas of what propaganda actually is. 
Want to know? Want to know what one of the biggest social media propaganda pieces are? I and would I'm not going to know I'm not say any celebrity names. Okay, I'm not going to. I'm not going to say any names. Okay? Oh no, people like names. Well, I may not be able to give the exact names. So, it's someone you worked with? No, I can't. No, no, not anybody oh. that I've worked with. But I know other people in the business. Okay. Okay. So, if on social media. All of a sudden, a celebrity comes up and says, oh, I'm going to pay for all of your college because this is, you know, I just want to be so nice. Oh, my gosh. I'm just going to pay for all of your college. I wonder if anybody ever does any research to find out who got their college paid for, Jeff. This I would love to know. Me too. Because... Those propaganda machines, man, they will, the news like eats that up, runs all over it. And we don't even follow up to see which student actually got the money and how are they doing today? Well, we can't publish their name because they're kids. Yeah, of course. No, but I mean, now they're not kids, they're college students. So, but I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, you know, what happened to that college student that got their money? Did they ever get it? Did it ever come out or did the news just take that piece of propaganda and run with it? Because that's really cheap. I mean, man, that's one comment in a in on an Instagram post. So I'm going to encourage everyone, if you hear of things like that, you know, if you hear of Taylor Swift or any of those celebrities, you know, giving away scholarships or just all of a sudden making a donation to someone's family, you know, you might want to watch out for them. So I'm going to take notes. Listen, we can learn from the enemy. So yes. I'm going to announce today that in the near future, I'm going to pay for someone to attend writeonyou.com. <laughs> That's good. Actually, we have given out free ones, but we can follow up. They, they won it publicly. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, this is, Jeff, where they're supposed to be like paying off student loans or scholarships oh, or anything like that you know it's like, great publicity and they become yeah. great people from doing things like that and by the way when they do things like this and because i've worked with publicists and things like that in the past i know enough to say there's usually something that's just about to come out about them or something has just come out and they're trying to overcome it yeah absolutely <laughs> so when you see a good news story like that Ask why are they doing it and why are they doing it now? And don't believe the official story, although it might be true. You never know. Exactly. There are good people in the world. Well, I just say, yes, there are good people in the world. But I would just say, you know, and this is not for little show. I mean, this is like big celebrities, you know, yeah. just, just follow the accounts that they're giving stuff to. And, you know, just keep an eye on, you know, it, it's a good idea to actually bookmark those people when you see them, you know, like giving away and just go back to their account in like two or three years. See if the account's even there. Just saying. So, okay. Give us a little bit more. Have you seen the aftermath of someone who received a free college tuition? No, no it's just not even there. It's like zero. Like it's made up. They just say it's it. Just, it's just, they're just making it up and it's cheap because we all buy into it. They're doing and, it to get, they're doing it so that you say, so that you say, oh, that's so nice of her. And you automatically think in your mind, 
because of that one incident that that person is nice. Okay. So now you've just opened up a big can of worms because it, and I guess this was leading towards this because we're talking about the land of confusion and you just talked about word magic and put out words and the magic happens. The magic thing. Oh, this person's great. And all of the sheeple believe it that that want to believe we it. Want I should. To believe it. We all want to believe it, Jeff. I want to believe it. We because we want to believe that people are good and, and people are good, but we have these other people that want to manipulate our minds into making us think that they are good. So we will then turn around and buy whether it's an actual product, service, concert ticket, whatever it is. We will turn around and buy that ticket and we could be buying the ticket to the, to the next satanic, you know. Okay. My diggers love an assignment and I'll just say this just popped in my mind and it's a guy I like. Okay. It's a guy I think I'd like. I don't know. I don't know him. Yeah. But one of the nicest guys on TV who is very logically looks at things in the world and he gets his hands dirty is Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs. And every year he has a uh, thing where he gives tuition uh, for trade school and stuff like that. And, you know, quite honestly, what he's doing is something that's very much needed. So it might turn out to be the greatest thing ever. But this would be a good experiment for you diggers to dig into and then post on our channels and let's see what happens. Because uh, I don't believe in accidents, but, you know, that might just prove that there are some good ones as well. But I want to get back to word magic because just like that, that was such a good example of word magic. Here's a press release. Doesn't have to have an ounce of truth in it. And many people believe it. The people who want to believe it will believe it. And it's amplified through the mainstream lying media that wants to have content. And because someone's famous, they repurpose the content and they make money off it as well. Don't mm-hmm. forget that. Yep. But here's another example of word magic. I'm in Congress and I'm going to write a bill. And the bill says, because they did this last night past midnight, <laughs> uh, they snuck into Congress or the day before rather, and they passed $1.3 trillion bill. Apparently they didn't invite the Republicans or anything like that. That is word magic again on multiple fronts. Yep. Uh, and by the way, if you just write a, a mandate saying that everyone has to wear a mask, that's word magic. Yeah. Because everyone, oh, no, but they said, and they're official, they're in charge. Exactly they right. wrote it down on a piece of paper and you, not you, the audience, but you, the people, obeyed. Yeah. Word magic. Well, just like when you enter the airport and you hear, you know, we, you must wear a mask. It's mandatory by the U.S. Department of Transportation. And you're going through the airport and you don't have on a mask. And people come up to you and they say, how do you not wear a mask? How do you make it through? I just don't do it. I don't do it. And they're like, but how? Well, let's see. 
you don't go like this, you don't go like this, and you don't cover your face. And they're like, but you can't get through. Here, like I've literally had kids. And, and so they're arguing. It's impossible. You yeah. can't do it, Christy. Yeah. It's impossible. How can you do it? Yeah, they, and they're, they're actually, I've had younger kids that are like, oh, we want to be able to not do it too. Can you show us how? And I'm like, and they're like, but take this. And they hand over a mask just in case. And I take their, you know, I take it so they don't get in trouble because that's what their job is. They are required to do that. And if a camera, you know, yeah. otherwise they can get in trouble, right? So I continue to go through. You might want to blow your nose. Yeah. Blow your nose, drink some water, <laughs> continue on, like just continue on with life. And that's it. The only place I even pretend is I will pull up a scarf because usually, you know, I design scarves and wear scarves anyway. So I'll pull up a scarf as I'm boarding the aircraft and that's it. Yeah. As soon as I get on, I start drinking my water and everything else and but you have to keep up that and uh, on the airline because now you're in a private business yep. and 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 it's federally regulated so you could it could cause a lot of trouble and i yep. understand there's uh that problem but christy you brought up something and i'm probably gonna want to wrap up the show with this but it's it's a couple important points that i still want to make and one of the things I really love about you, and and your, I got to mention your mom as well. I won't give her a name. I don't have permission. She's in the background listening. <laughs> but you guys are fighters, and and I love some of the stuff you have done. And you know, the left has done such a great job of demonizing. Remember Maxine Waters? You know, you see them coming into a gas station or going into a diner or mm -hmm. something like that, and and it has been effective. And that's why it's a tactic that they keep deploying and they're just following a color revolution that the three lever agencies has done country after country after country. It's just come to, to your home ground now. Uh, but you have been using their tactics and fighting back. And I want our audience to not only hear this, but to start doing it because you yeah. want to make a difference in your community. Listen to this. Tell us some of the stuff you've been doing, Christy. So the one thing that you've got to do is whenever there are attacks that like come on you on social media, you definitely have to go to the account and find out like who this is. And I'm going to tell you, I will actually work with a group here in Florida. I don't want to say their name on air yet, Jeff. I'm sure I'm going to be on with you again, hopefully in the near future. You will be. And I will see if I can actually share and get some of the word out. I just don't, and I would love to be able to do it today. I just didn't ask prior. So. Yeah. Cause it's always good to have a duplicatable model, yeah. right? So this is where, this is where, you know, I do have help. So they're online and they will find people who are like coming against, whether it be me or someone else. Um, and they will say, you know, this person, like they'll send screenshots of exactly what they're doing. They investigate where they work. And we actually physically go to those locations. Like it can be a coffee shop. And then these are Antifa members or paid operatives. Let's just call them because we don't know what organization. Sometimes they are members of. A lot of times they are Antifa. But we actually go to those organizations and um, 
call them out like and go online and call them out uh we gather together we there's an entire group of us so it's not just me and we go in at different times we don't it's not everyone going in at the same time this is like we know there you know 20 people who's going to be in this area because go just go get a coffee we are not doing anything that we should not be doing as citizens right we're just going in and and we're like, oh, is that you? You know, like, and we'll say, you know, because most of the time these people are extremely rude in person, right? So if I even went in in like what I have on now, red, white, and blue, they're trained mentally. I think they're mentally programmed to, yeah, to think, see red, white, and blue and immediately think badly, you know, like think you know, I'm not going to service this person. I'm going to spit in the coffee. I'm going to do whatever I can. Right. So you have to have a reason to report that person and they give you the reason you don't have to like, you're not making anything up. These people are just evil people. And a lot of times they will even sometimes recognize us from online because the one thing people will say to me is, Oh my gosh, you look just like your picture. Well, Shouldn't we all look like our online picture? I mean, in a way, you know, I mean, I, that's kind of, you know, my, my comment. I'm much better looking in person, just so you know. <laughs> I haven't seen you in person yet. So <laughs> I, I, I have invited you and your lovely wife to, to come <laughs> hang out with us. But <laughs> so I'll have to, I'm going to have to reserve that judgment to later. <laughs> Please reserve judgment. That's yes. the key words. <laughs> So anyway, but we do go in and then afterwards we actually follow up with the manager. We'll go online and like whatever video, um, you know, like if they've provided bad service or if they made derogatory comments, we go in with our video cameras on. So that way we're not, we're protecting ourselves too. So that, you know, people know like we were, we didn't prompt them to do anything, you know. And, um, and then, you know, when we post the review on the person, so we'll go onto the business website, wherever business they're at, let's just say they're at the local cafe, we'll go onto that website and post like a one star review and say, oh my gosh, like this person like did X and whatever they did, whatever's in the video, no more, no less. And typically the business manager will call and say, what happened? Like, you know, and we'll say, listen, this person, you know, um, we, I've got a video, I've got the footage of exactly what they did. I'll just send that to you. So that way you're not saying anything. They can make their own executive decision and it typically gets them fired um, because that's basically what they're trying to do to us. They try to get um, everyone, you know, they try, to, try get, to ruin your life. Ruin of your life. Yeah. So you, you really have to work against that. Um, like for instance, there's been real estate agents that they have gotten like fired from agencies and you know a real estate agent really typically wants to work with an agency because they don't want to have to have their own website and everything set up so they do that um the other thing they do is they investigate they help us investigate what's going on like at the school board so that we don't have to do everything on our own and they also know what's happened in other regions um so with the organization that i'm talking about one of them is out of la so they know what's gone on there and so they're able to quickly identify and see what is happening everywhere. So I'm hoping to, Jeff, maybe we can even have them on the next time because um, I would love to, you know, I don't want to speak for the organization. 
Yeah, well, I, I do want to make a duplicatable process. And, and I'm just thinking as you were saying, you're walking into, let's say, the cafe. And I have a follow-up question on it. But I, I, I'm just thinking, you know, if I'm walking in holding my phone recording, it looks like a setup. No, no. But if the person behind me who's with me is walking in just kind of on their phone yeah. and it happens yeah. to be recording, uh, it's the it doesn't raise the alarm bells and allows that person to be the person that they are. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You can do that. But I, you know, here's the thing. I don't want to incur, I don't want to discourage someone because you may not, you know, you may not have another partner and, you know, a partner that is willing to go with you, or you may just be near that coffee shop all on your own. You don't have to, whenever you're taking a recording, you don't have to like hold it up and be like, I'm recording you. Okay. A lot of times like our I typically have a nature where I'll keep my phone kind of, I'm not able to, but I'll just kind of have it down. Like where I'm like, they don't even realize I got the way I hold it. It's not going to capture the best video, but it's not a voice memo because voice memos are illegal in a lot of States because they're considered eavesdropper eavesdropping. Right. Whereas a video is not considered eavesdropping. Okay. So, um, to, I've everyone here from election uh, workers um, who have claimed that, you know, masks are mandatory, believe it or not, in the state of Florida, they've claimed that masks are mandatory. So all of that is under investigation only because I, and believe it or not, there's an entire group of us, but it's so hard for some people to do it. The majority of people in our groups are older or they're much younger and they you know either have jobs they don't have time so you could be the only one to do what you're doing to help save an entire like in my case a state so and and i want to be clear though this isn't going out being a predator this is if someone if someone slaps you you're allowed to punch them back right and we need to start punching back because we don't want these people to be empowered because, oh, no, you're turn the other cheek. Yeah, no, no, that's no. not what you that scripture means, that. folks. You cannot do um, that. In the very beginning, we're in a war. And, and listen, God sent, you know, armies to slaughter people in the past. And we're not calling for that. But we're saying, look, they can get their hands dirty. We have to fight back. It's simple, Jeff. It's really simple. Uh, One of the first things that my mom and I did was simply not wear a mask. And we had people approaching us in stores. I mean, and they would come up and what I would do is I would just start recording them. I'd say, so you're approaching me right now, by the way, you're going, and this is when they were like directionals, like on the floor, you're supposed to go in a certain direction. Remember that? Does everybody remember that? You're supposed to go yep. in a certain direction, say six feet apart. There's, it's like a constant programming that all of a sudden appeared in every retail store, right? Every major retail store, which is probably owned by. How the- did they have it already? They had it already, Jeff. I mean, voiceovers and everything. Okay. So we would just start to record them and just show how irate the people were. And they would say, you can't record me. I'm going to call the police. And and there were the, listen, we stood by and let them call the police. And we would, the police would come out. I mean, sometimes six, seven, eight police officers. I'm, I'm serious. And I, and again, I really need to post all these videos. Uh, 911, we got a, we got a no mask person. We got with a no a mask She's got on lipstick. Uh, honest to God, they would say that sometimes. She's got on lipstick. 
it's like you weren't supposed to you weren't you weren't supposed to wear lipstick you weren't supposed to wear makeup i mean i had no idea like that it would that we could ever be in this situation right so well i have never conformed to it i have been the one guy in every major place not wearing a mask and uh i've only been confronted one time actually i get a lot of looks you know uh, a lot of looks and, and but the looks i give are even better because sometimes i'll see a guy who's like six foot five and he's tattooed and he's you know built he works out in the gym and he's got a shirt that says courage i look at him <laughs> Oh, you know? <laughs> my mom, we've, we've got videos of where like people like were giving us, you know, oh, thank you so much for doing that. And she's like, take off your mask. Take off your mask. These are men. And they're like, oh, like I can. And then police officers are like, um, uh, I'm like, what law are we breaking? Please explain to us what law we're breaking. Um. Well, but after you do it. that with the police, I notice they get really brave. And here's what they do: they lower it right below their <laughs> nostrils. Yeah, they do. The they brave do. blue. <laughs> yeah, or they or they take it off, you know, like for a second, and, and <laughs> you're looking like. Um, or or hold on, what about this? What about the police that they want to be the Nazi police, and they'll pull their mask up? Yeah. And they pull it up further so you can't even see their eyes because they know you're recording and they and they don't want to they don't even want their eyes to be recorded because they know what they're doing is wrong and so in that case i highly recommend that everyone know the nuremberg code and start reciting the nuremberg code carry copies of it with you because when you record somebody with a nuremberg code and you recite that to them or you even hand them a copy of it um they have been, you've, you've just delivered the Nuremberg coats. So they can no longer say that they didn't know. I mean, you know. And- this is something I got to do. I haven't got it. I got to do this. Okay. The Nuremberg code. Oh, yeah. Definitely good advice. And, and recite the couple things that are, that that's really has merit. Thank you for that. Now I got one more question about uh, fighting back and uh, the people who attack us. What do we do against the troll that does not come out of his basement? You know, I just say you just block them and don't worry about it. I mean, like, I don't think you can do anything about don't that. Don't punch down too far. Yeah, don't punch down too far. And, you know, there there are there are ways, depending on what they're doing, you can actually make a police report against these people as well. So that those are some of the things, you know, like it, it takes time. But um, there, there are people that have made police reports. I recommend going to your police station later at night. To make the report so you don't have to stand in line um but yeah there's there's a lot of reports coming in um for the police that you know they're investigating on as well and if you're in a state with a sheriff in particular because some states don't have sheriffs which i was shocked by i never knew that uh but yeah. we, we don't have a sheriff here jeff you in don't have a sheriff in florida we have, mayors, we have two mayors that no one has seen in in public in person in public, in person. By the way, our city mayor was the first one on CNN with COVID. Okay. First one on, Francis Suarez. Nobody's seen him in a long time. We don't know where he is. If anybody's seen Francis Suarez, will you please let me know? I'd love a meeting with Francis Suarez. There's a whole group of us. We would like to meet with Francis Suarez in person 
he couldn't uh, have been involved in bad stuff because Miami is such a, a oh, righteous place. All right, yeah. And why is Adrian Arch selling her mansion for $150 million? You know, why? Whose mansion? Adrian Arch. Who's that? She is like a noble, like opera, the opera. Uh, opera house. She owns the opera house. She owns the American airline. Like, I don't even know what all she owns. I don't even want to, because the, their hands change like every other day, but Adrian Arch. Yeah, she owns just like everything. She, it's Madonna's old estate. So she owns Madonna's old estate. They're all in this together. Our our diggers are gonna whenever you get a name like that, our diggers go crazy. We've got we've got the best diggers in the business. I just gotta yeah. say, uh, we have a talented bunch of people. But Christy, I could go, we could go on forever. You and I uh, really, it, you're so easy to talk to. And I appreciate you coming on right on radio. Uh, this will be your might maybe your first opinion, uh, uh, first time here, but it won't be your last. I guarantee you that. Uh, is there anything you want to promote or any final words you want to say before we close out? Well, there is one thing that I would that I want to encourage people to do. Um, as Jeff said, get in your Bibles. Number one, number two, um, don't take the mark because this could be it or a preparation for it. So yeah. um, don't, don't comply because you could be helping usher in um, things a little sooner than we have to. Um, you know, all that's obviously on God's plan. And I have got the tools for you on my website. And that is actually the reason I created it um, very quickly back in the day. Um, I combined multiple attorneys um, letters for employers so that you do not have to get this thing in your arm. Okay. And thus far, no. And I've asked everyone, please come back to me and report if this did not work for you. And thus far it has worked from, for everyone. And I'm talking about from Trader Joe's to writers to multiple companies. Listen, there are some people in our audience who are facing this right now. So this is so really that's, key. That's the most important thing to me is so that you don't feel pressured um, to get it. It, it and and make sure that you include the Nuremberg code. Um, there's two different versions of the letters. I made it so that you can copy and paste it directly from the website um, because people were having a hard time downloading a document or whatever. So just copy and paste. OK, copy and paste it. Put it in your your phone notes. Share it with everyone that, you know, I want zero credit for any of it. Make sure that you change it up enough. I actually did did it where it's like fill in the blanks and telling you exactly what to put in to try to make it as easy as possible. Um, and there's like a friendly version and there's a very matter of fact version. So I give all the details there. I know it's a long article, but if you just go on the website and you search, um, it, it's, it's going to, you're going to see it there. You're going to see it. I don't want to say the words because then if you, they may flag the article, but if you have any problems whatsoever, I'll try to make sure Jeff gets pinned to the top and maybe I can share that on your right on yeah, radio telegram. Yeah. Cause yeah, I put it on our digs channel. That's the most important thing. And, and give out the uh, website one more time for our audio only that doesn't see it on the screen. Yes. It's Patriots P A T R I O T S perspective P E R P-E-C-T-I-V-E.com. So patriotsperspective.com. And there are multiple people writing and um, sharing articles there. Um, from And right on radio is going to be on there soon, I think. Yes, yes, that's right. 
on the news site when the news site like uh, it depends on uh, we're going to try to push the news site live with the with the pod beam things yes absolutely very excited about that well wonderful thank you, Jeff. thank you for having me i really appreciate the opportunity to be able to share what i know because it is a huge relief for me to be able to have a platform and it's very difficult to create your own everything and so i'm very excited about being on with you yeah well we'll do it again and and you know who knows we might even have more shows on just like we have our saturday night sermons and things like that you never know what the future has in store here on right on radio but i do know one thing and just you reminded me with patriots perspective look if you're a patriot why don't you support american jobs why don't you support not giving your money to the cabal why don't you support stop poisoning your family uh, when we had the military analyst on yesterday, he, we was asked, how can I prepare? And he says, listen, get your vitamins, get this and that. Why are you buying your vitamins from the cabal? Why are you doing this? Listen, go to mylibertystand.com and one of our, one of your listeners, no sales job is just going to be a concierge and walk you through the store. It takes about 15 minutes. Uh, you can spare 15 minutes of time and uh, it actually, you're going to have better products, same price. Much better service, great experience. You're going to love it. Everyone does. Uh, so go to mylibertystand.com. And in the meantime, Christy, I got to get, I haven't been saying this right because I got so used to saying my ending in one particular way, but love your God, love your neighbor as yourself, and make a difference in your community.